0: All right, here we go. Here we go. You gonna put more gin in it? Mm, I don't know. You want to do it? Yes or
1: no? Yeah. Okay. No, no. No? No. 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 This, is, this is all gin. <laughs> all right. I also thought you were recording this. I was <laughs> well, playing it up.
0: I definitely have started recording it. Oh, shit. <laughs> go home.
1: Go home. go home. Go home.
0: All right, guys, and welcome to the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakra. Brian, how are you doing today? I am insane Hell yeah. Cheers me, Hoot. Uh-huh. Too sweet. Uh, we are uh, drinking way too much, mm. which can mean, se- honestly, several things. Like yeah. a lot. Like we could be at a wedding. Mm-hmm. We could, it could be Saturday. <laughs> it could be Tuesday, which it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're listening to us on Wednesday, then it's
1: Wednesday. We recorded it on a Tuesday. Don't tell them. Don't tell them that. Oh, don't. That's a secret. Mm. But it can only mean one thing.
0: It's episode two of Watching with the Go Home Show. Yeah. AKA <laughs> Wrestle Party. Brian. Yeah. It's wrestle party. I love wrestle party. I know. Mm-hmm. Are you so happy that it's called wrestle party? I'm ecstatic. I'm. S- I hate that people call it wrestle party. Uh, I had people at game days tell uh, me that they no. love. that they love watching with a go home show. Uh huh. And said that oh, that's great, man. You guys call it- like yeah, wrestle party. Yeah. Fuck you.
1: Oh. Uh, call- I think we knew what was gonna happen when we said we shouldn't call it wrestle party. Don't call it goddamn wrestle party don't goddamn call it wrestle party goddamn call it wrestle party on my god. goddamn
0: proper oh my god uh brian mm. there is so much mm. that happened in the world of wrestling yeah quickly new japan teamed up with global force wrestling january 9th wrestle kingdom 9 i think it's Ooh. january 9th i hope it is Oops. uh new japan global force pay-per-view jr is gonna be doing the english commentary for new japan's wrestle kingdom 9 and we will be watching holy it. fucking shit I yeah. cannot wait. Hell yeah! Cannot wait. Me neither. Uh, I think that is going to put the, like really bump them up a level. Just because JR is involved, there will be English commentary. I'll order on pay per view. Oh wow! Like
1: I, I mean, yeah, hell yeah! I can't wait. I'm and, really, really excited. And if you're watching this after, uh, you should definitely go out and get a hold of that and watch it because yeah. I, I bet you it's gonna be amazing. I, I bet it's great.
0: Um, in other news, PWG. Has tickets on sale tomorrow, which was today, if you're listening to this on Wednesday. At 8 p.m., we'll be buying tickets, hopefully Mm -hmm. going to the next PWG show in December. December 12th is the next one. First time in seven years? Yeah, Jesus, man. Really, really want to go. Don't really want to go all the way up to Reseda. Me neither. But uh, worth it. Yeah. I'll go go to
1: Reseda for this. Is it a two-day event? One day. One one day. day. Friday night. Friday night, Friday night.
0: Uh, but some cool matches announced for that. Uh, go to PWG's official Twitter and check that out because I think we're going to be going to that. We'll have a full report uh, when we actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, because this is a wrestle party, we're going to be getting to it real quick. But Brian, uh, thoughts on NXT
1: this last week? I really uh, liked NXT yeah? this week. Um, there was a big surprise this what? week. What? Uh, nobody, no, nobody knew that. Nobody this, saw it nobody coming. Nobody saw No one coming. had anticipated it. Nobody for telegraphed a month and a half. it. Uh we were all very surprised oh. when um a gentleman named Finn Balor, uh, Balor mm-hmm. had his uh debut mm-hmm. on NXT. He uh he kicked the Ascension Ascension's ass mm-hmm. and uh then they posed for a very long time. Yep. Uh Fergal Devitt, or Prince Devitt, or Finn Balor mm-hmm.
0: is fucking shredded. He's nuts. It's like He's, like, gross ripped. <laughs> like, if you saw that on a normal human man walking around the street, like, you go to the beach and you saw a guy like that, you'd just be like, well, I guess I'll just go kill myself. <laughs> but I get it. That's his profession. Yeah. Um, That's how I used to feel about Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, rip, Like, super ripped. Yeah. Just fucking nuts. hmm But, damn. So, NXT, pretty good. Had uh, Sasha and Bayley. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it was Sasha and Becky against Bayley and Charlotte in a really good match yeah where uh, Sasha played heel and it was perfect mhm love you Sasha Banks Sasha Banks shouts out best heel in NXT aside from Tyson Kidd i i agree uh Tyson Kidd had a really quick match with Scott Dawson that i thought was kind of weird
1: yeah i think they just wanted him to have some face time i think they're I, building I to a uh, december thing mhm uh
0: Sami Zayn on his
1: road to redemption so i thought that was pretty good yeah uh, NXT i liked what would you think of raw uh raw was good because it was in london yeah so the crowd was behind it they're always super hot for raw because they get two a year right and um the crowd sort of fell off but it wasn't their fault no it's really not their fault no uh, jbl this is what i was telling eric before we started recording jbl is amazing for the past two weeks i
0: feel like he's really stepping up and trying to make a push where it's like hey we could probably get rid of jerth king Lawler, guys yeah,
1: yeah. maybe I I like I just wonder which producer put the JBL up because um, he's I, been doing good. Yeah, I mean, really, who
0: who put the JBL up, Brian? Right? Who
1: put the JBL? Up? That is
0: an inside joke that we have from maybe a decade ago, where uh, Big Show. Was cutting a promo and then oh JBL. God, you remember the actual scenario? Oh yeah. I and just then, remember
1: the line. And then
0: JBL came up on like the Titan Tron, and then he went backstage and said, Who put the JBL up? To and, Eric Bischoff. Yeah, and and Dominic, <laughs> me, Rocco, or me, Brian, and Rocco's brother Dominic all watched it that time. And for some reason, who put the JBL up? Man, that stuck with us. Mm-hmm. So
1: who put the JBL up? That and would you would you mad at me if I, because I misspelled something on aim and that became an inside joke. Uh, would you mad at me if I took a soda? Uh, that and Luther Reigns talking about peas uh-huh.
0: and Heiden, and Haydn Reich talking about come back with my jacket. Yep. Yeah. So those are all of our inside jokes. Those were great marks back then. They're, that's that's all of them. That's all the inside jokes, guys. There are literally no more inside jokes. That's it. Uh, Mega sixty four game days was awesome. Uh, we played. We showed Sequence Race. Sequence Race went up this last week. That's right. Brian finally got to see it. Brian, what'd you think? Oh man, I I loved it, and I wish I could have been there at Game Base to watch the reaction. You got a big cheer when you showed up as oh. Abu Chakra. Uh, you got a huge ovation. That's good. And and
1: I was I was so bummed that you weren't there to hear it. I you, might have cried. You are beloved Be- because I almost cried watching that. Because I, hey, we put out a lot of really cool stuff. And every so often we get the sentimental like note. Yep. Like right on the dot. I agree. And I think we definitely hit it with that. Yeah. Uh 22 minutes felt
0: like a uh like a version three episode. Yeah. Like a version four
1: episode. Man, it made me really hope... it it made me
0: ache for a new version.
1: I just want to work on one, man. Yep, like I know. I, working on the end of version three, like not to get too far into the Mega Sixty Four part of it. I, I love working on our big production things. Yep, I agree. So I hope we uh, we start getting back. But goddamn,
0: it's so exhausting. Oh, God. Like it,
1: it's hard, especially now that
0: some of us have jobs yeah. and like can't be there every day. We we work until like seriously three four in the morning, mm. uh, which I don't mind. I don't either. But it kind of sucks when you have to be at work at like nine a.m. Yeah. So, oh well. Mm. I guess I guess that's that's the breaks. So watch like.
1: Sequence Erase if you haven't watched it already.
0: youtubecom mega 64 Check out Sequence Erase. Twenty two minutes. Hopefully you've been paying attention in the last ten years because uh, if you didn't, uh, you won't understand what's happening. But you might appreciate the production quality. I, I agree, and I think that there were a lot of people. I didn't see like a lot of negative reviews. I, yeah, it was a lot of positivity. So uh, very cool. Yeah, so very very check awesome. It out. Yep, you definitely should. Uh, Lucha Underground has been very very cool. If you guys haven't seen Lucha Underground, that's something we'll be talking about probably more next week. Um, mm-hmm. There are two episodes in right now. Damn, it's great. It's yeah. uh, it's super overproduced, but. I kind of don't mind it, especially with like their backstage promos. Yeah, I kind of mind it with like the crowd sound, but other yeah. than that, I I dig kind of what they're doing.
1: I I also think that they should either go for a full cinematic live live I, look. I agree, or they shouldn't. Yep, um, because I don't think it there would be too much of a disparity between the. Uh, produce segments Mm -hmm. and the live one yep I just think that they need to uh, pick one or the other yeah but it's hard because you want the authenticity of the ring but then the backstage
0: segments you want that to be backstage segments absolutely so there's that and that that would do it for uh, all of our uh, wrestling related news and talk in uh, wrestling in the last week yep Uh, we have had a couple of drinks Mm -hmm. but that's what's going to make this episode of watching with the go home show episode 2 A.K.A. Wrestle Party, episode two. Uh, exciting. Electric Boogaloo. If you guys, don't call it that. Uh, if you guys haven't, or if you're not familiar with uh, how this works, WWE Network is free this month. Sorry, United Kingdom. And everywhere else where it's not free? Fuck. Well, United Kingdom doesn't even have it. Yeah. Uh, Canada, there's something called, Rogers Network. There's something called Ola Unblocker. And I can tell you from personal experience. Uh-huh that it works right because i went to england and used ola unblocker (laughs) and said my region was united states and my wwe network subscription worked oh good so use a paypal account Mm -hmm. that's designated to united states address right use ola unblocker in chrome Mm -hmm. i think it's chrome sign up and watch along with us it's free. We will be watching WWE Countdown: Greatest Factions. So we're gonna count down the top ten greatest factions. Uh, I know this is gonna go well because we definitely adjusted the volume on the TV before we started. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do great. Uh, what we're gonna do is say three, two, one. When you hear the. That is when you hit play along with us. So when you hear, after three, two, one, you hit play with us. I hope you understand that. I know there's one person out there that goes, okay, I hit it on one. No. No. Three, two, one. That's when you hit play. (laughs) Are you guys, God, I hope you're ready. Are you ready? No. I said, are you ready? Raymond14 Triple H impression. You're welcome. Okay. Ray Mega. Yep. Brian's going to hit play on the clap. Here we go. WWE Countdown presents Greatest Factions. Three, two, one. Oh, it's DX right off the bat. There's Rick Rude, the only professional wrestler to show up uh-huh. on Raw. And Nitro on the same night. Really? How about that? I didn't know that at all. Not many people do. How did that work? Uh, Raw was taped. Nitro was live. Ah, okay. Jump ship. Damn. There you have it. He was uh, he was very ravishing. I love Rick Rude. After he cut his hair, he got like the clean cut, like high and tight. I liked it. Oh, fucking
1: loved it. That's when I I mean I I love everything about Rick Rude Mm -hmm. when he was. The Ravishing Rick Rude in the WWF, mm-hmm. but when he cut all that hair off, it man, he looked so the part. Yep, of that like what a dick. Yeah, I love it. I yep. love that like corporate dick looking motherfucker that's kind of suave. Patrick Bateman, American Psycho. I love that look. Yeah, mm-hmm. you like you like the Scott Disick? Oh man, if I could look like that guy right mm-hmm. now, I mean, why do you think I'm a lord? That's what I'm going for. I'm yeah, going for hey, this. I'm going you're for the back. Yes.
0: Guys, that's what's up. I look like Scott Disick, and this is WWE Countdown Greatest Factions. Number 10, the Kardashians. Yeah, I'm the Chloe. Wait, uh, Kim. Wait, oh, shit. no, you're Chloe. Ah, what up? I'm Kim. I fuck on tape. Oh, shit. That's all right. I fuck on tape. I, I ain't. I'm more about that. I don't hide it. Hey, they're showing a lot of factions that don't make the top 10. Yeah, like the <laughs> ministry. The core. Uh, the ministry, they showed, like, a lot of different people. This is when Edge was, like, way too into the part. I yeah. feel like he didn't know what to do. Uh, Paul Heyman without the ponytail, great Spirit Squad. Uh, I can't believe only one guy made it from the Spirit Squad. Yeah, really, Dolph. Dolph Ziggler. Only, only Dolph.
1: Only Man, Nick Nemeth. These promos for the Shield mm-hmm. were so cool when they first oh, came out. Well, they
0: were super different.
1: Yeah, super super different.
0: Hey, uh, did you see all the stuff they announced for WWE 2K15? You can change Superstars'
1: yeah. gear. Yeah. All the way through, like completely different gear that's on everyone and you can like scan in images and do all this really cool stuff i'm really really excited for uh 2k15 yeah which comes out next week damn i'm
0: getting it from uh gamefly i think on playstation 4 yeah was that luke gallows yeah did you not know luke gallows was in like doc doc gallows luke gallows no he was in straight edge society i didn't realize that was luke gallows you didn't know the suntance biker man was in fucking WWE? He was Festus. Oh! That's,
1: okay. No, because that was a part of... The grizzled young vet! <laughs> that was a part of wrestling that I just was yeah, checked he, out for. He, uh, Randy Orton, way too tamped. Man, tam, I with, love with a, With
0: a super bald head. Ugh. And Cody Rhodes with like the black hair. Um, he has as many moles as I do, and I always thought that that would prevent me from being a professional wrestler. Really? I have too many moles. I think you worry about weird things. I do worry about weird things. <laughs> Did you not know that uh, in, uh, at Impact Doc on mm-hmm. Twitter, uh, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash big LG uh-huh. was in WWE? And, I he mean,
1: I knew, this... you, I knew he was uh, Impostor Kane. Yeah, yeah, but he was Straight Edge Society um, member, I, I Lucas Gallows. I didn't know that Festus was. Yeah. Same. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Because yeah, uh, CM Punk
0: got him off the medication that ah. made him all fucked up. Wow. Which I thought was a great. Story,
1: yeah. Piece. I, I I guess I just didn't realize because, in all honesty, he just the, the way he is on Talking yep. Shop mm-hmm. just seems he's the, big, he's the hoot. He's he, big hoot. He seems so unfucking controllable. Oh, I, I absolutely agree, and I feel like I feel like
0: CM Punk is drawn to people, and I totally understand this. Uh-huh. Who are like weird. Fringe, uncontrollable people, and I feel like you and I are drawn to very similar people. Oh yeah, it like, I mean, a, look my my, our masseuse is our barber is our mechanic. Yeah, it's all the same, guy. and he's both. Oh wait, hang on, number ten, the Heenan family, good pick for number ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arn, Arn Anderson, Andre the Giant, Ming. Uh, and Bobby the Brain Heenan in cool-ass jackets. Man. Yep. Mean Gene Okerlund has never been young. No. I mean, this is... I would love to see Mean Gene Okerlund at, like, 24. I would love to see him at 10. <laughs> Do you think he was just bald with a mustache? I hope so. <laughs> mean. <laughs> mean Gene Mean. What's up, Gene Mean? Oh, look at Mi- Ming. Ming is, like, apparently a legitimate... Tough guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, like he's scary. Uh, I mean, King yeah. Kong Bundy, I think, was in this for a little while. Hercules, Paul Orndorff.
1: Paul Orndorff,
0: Yep. Man. There's uh there's Henning. <laughs> Brodus Clay, who ended up in TNA. Yeah. For yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's still there who I
1: don't watch TNA. Mm-mm. Um but that's where he ended up. I feel like I should because we're on this podcast yeah. and we talk about everything else. But I also feel like TNA is like so bushly that I it, can't. But watch I,
0: it. like God, there was a time where it just wasn't like yeah. where it was. It oh, was I so remember. close to
1: being there. I'm sorry, we're you just gonna pretend that it's okay for him to be on a talk show in tights. Yeah okay that's okay all right yeah talk show tights Mm.
0: no big deal oh i gotta love arne anderson i love Jesse the body Mm. look at that fucking head wrap fucking cool dolph ziggler has all these interviews where he has like stitches on his nose you guys should have like waited a day (laughs) like let him take the fucking tape off his nose it it dates it in such an odd way in such a weird way there's hercules who was around for a minute in like the 80s wow dude was super buff but uh, me and hornswoggle have very similar
1: hair (laughs) So that's something for me to think about, I guess. Maybe. If we ever do a, like, um, you know, best of the year, because, I mean, this is, we're Ooh, still in our- That fir- would be interesting. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, we're still in our first year. Yeah. We're so in I, our infancy. So I don't know if we're, if we're going to do that. If it's we're gonna... no episode 32. Yeah. But wait for, wait for watching with a go-home show episode 32. Yeah. Oh, that's that's going to be, be the fucking episode. Nuts. But I wonder if we're going to do one of those. Because I've been thinking like, should we or should we not? Uh-huh. And if we do, if we have like rivalry of the year, I have one in the bank that I think uh, nobody's going to think about. Do you want to spill it now? I think I'm going to spill it right now. Okay. Because why the fuck not? Rivalry of 2014. Okay. Hornswoggle and Torito. Yep. Everyone forgot, but it was. But it keeps going. Yeah. Because it, it, for it happened some reason this Monday it, on Raw For too. some reason it doesn't stop. It doesn't... It. It transcends every faction. People got fired and the feud still continues. It's going. It's crazy. You tell me that there isn't a stronger feud going right now in the WWE. Hornswoggle became an
0: alligator and then a mini Miz and like it's still going. It's so good.
1: Mm -hmm. So I'm calling it right now 2014 rivalry of the year. Hornswoggle and Torito.
0: Yep. Uh, They taped this Cody Rhodes part in October where he's wearing his pink shirt. Yep. That dates it, October of last year. Yes, 2013. Uh Paul Heyman, looking sharp. I God, I love Paul Heyman. Uh, yeah. He's so his character in like the 80s and 90s was like out of control crazy, you yeah. dangerously. The only way I would describe his character now is measured. Yeah. He's extremely measured.
1: And he is, I mean, by far the best mic worker. Honestly, I think ever. Uh yeah, I he's the greatest manager of all time. Oh to guaranteed. Me.
0: Guaranteed. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, Bobby the Brain Heenan is the guy who I'd point to is greatest of all time. But honestly. Oh, God. Look at that. But honestly, the, the guy that I point to is greatest of all time now is Paul Heyman. Yeah. Paul Heyman is incredible. Look at that, ravishing <sighs> oh, Rick oh my Rude. God, look I at wish that. I had a mustache like that. God damn I it. Don't. What? Look at that. oh I want to look like ravishing Rick Rude. That guy is ravishing. He is. Listen up Sit down like sweat hogs. Jesus. Let let the women see what a real man looks like. Have you seen, if you go on YouTube and search like biggest heel heat of all time, uh-huh. it's Rick Rude. Yeah. It's his yeah. his US title defense in WCW and he's trying to cut a promo uh-huh. and the crowd will not let him. That's awesome. They hate him and it's great. It's great. Yep. I love Rick Rude.
1: Hey, hey and that's how a heel should be. We had a little bit of that uh, on Monday with uh, with Triple H trying to talk, and uh, people kept booing him. Yeah, the crowd, the crowd cutting him, stopping him. I love cutting it. Cutting him down. I love it. Yep. Brian, who's number nine?
0: Brian, who's number nine? Uh, Brian, yes. who's number nine? No, it's the Dangerous Alliance. More Rick Rude. Oh, okay. Rick Rude, number Pauly nine and number 10. Yeah, Paul, Dangerously. Arn Larry's, Anderson. Larry Zabisco. For some reason, Medusa was there for a little while. Mm. Um Oh, God. Yeah. Paul Paul Heyman with the big cell phone, he was the psycho yuppie. He was. He was the psycho yuppie. I, uh,
1: this
0: is this is Rick Rude. This is the Rick Rude we were talking about. Yeah. With the, uh, the high and tight haircut and uh, the abs and everything. Uh, Larry Zabisco has always been old, too. Oh, they're stone cold. Yep. Arn Anderson. God. Arn Anderson, outside of the Four Horsemen, I never really cared for. Really? Yeah. Uh, I feel like he just doesn't have... He doesn't have that personality that works as like a singles wrestler. He's a tag team guy. And I have no problem with, if you're a tag team guy, you're a tag team guy. Yeah. That's great. Arn Anderson is perfect in a faction. Hmm. The same way Batista works in a faction. Agreed. They don't talk. They're enforcers. They come in and beat the shit out of people. Arn Anderson had the biggest spine buster in the business. Everyone copies Arn Anderson's spine buster. Yeah. Triple H, Adam Rose, Ryback, they all tried to do the same spine buster as Arn Anderson. Yeah.
1: I mean it was huge. Mm hmm. Oh, Paul E.
0: Oh no, he dissolved. Mm-hmm. It's funny to see Jim Ross from like the late eighties, early nineties. Before he had the uh the hat and everything. Oh, look at that. What a handsome man. He's ravishing. He is. Look at those d ad- do don't you wish don't you wish he looked like that? Like he's shredded. Yeah. Rick Rude was great. I do that to people at work. He was the Intercontinental champion and and wore the belt and also had it uh, airbrushed on his tights. Just to let you know. <laughs> don't forget that he's the Intercontinental. Champion. <laughs> well, Eric Bischoff is a vampire. I guess a- we'll just pretend like we didn't see that. Well, it was
1: probably a Halloween <laughs> havoc. <laughs> Stinger! Stinger!
0: Stinger! What <laughs> a picture of him. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know for a really long time, uh, like that there was a blonde Sting. Mm-hmm. But then when I found, I'm like, oh, there's a blonde Sting. Hey, me neither. Yeah, but I think didn't you say that you didn't know
1: that they were the same guy? Oh yeah, like until the WWE Network, uh-huh. I didn't realize that Sting had any past before the Crow. <laughs> when I when I was
0: like watching, I had seen Sting as like the you know the Crow and everything like that, and then didn't didn't learn. For like probably a year, that he was like the super blonde surfer from Venice Beach kind of Sting. Weird. And, and so when I found out, it was super strange. Yeah. Oh, is this the same guy? Yeah, man. He didn't always be the Crow. Yeah, because the Crow didn't come out in like '88. <laughs> uh, how, how are you gonna rip it off? Uh, exactly. He was originally cr- Sting has always been a rip off gimmick because originally he was in the Blade Runners. <laughs> It was him and Ultimate Warrior.
1: That's right. They were in the Blade Runners. That's
0: right. Holy shit. I guess they couldn't be in Aliens or something. So I guess they'll be in the Blade Runners. It's a cool name. And then Sting will be in uh, Crow. Yeah. And then then he'll just continue to just be Sting. And then he pretended to be the Joker in TNA. Man. He painted on his face paint like that. Mm. So I guess Sting likes movies. He's a Sting. A little bit of a cinephile. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, a lot of skulls at his house. He, he definitely went with that skull gimmick. Mm -hmm. He's a broken skull. Uh, have you, do you follow him on Twitter and see when he tweets
1: pictures of his dogs? I used to. Oh, I love when he tweets pictures of his dogs. I got, I got enough pictures of his dogs. No, I can't get enough pictures of his dogs. He, he just, he just kept on going. Stone
0: Cold, I know you're listening to this. More pictures of your dogs. Always. (laughs) Do you not want more pictures of Stone Cold Steve Austin's dogs? I could
1: deal with some more pictures.
0: That's, that's what I thought. uh arn anderson I uh, i wish that i could grow a beard like that i his, can't it, it's so wispy what his hair and his beard who uh dean ambrose or arn anderson arn anderson arn anderson was just an old man forever <laughs> like arn mean anderson Jane. is like he's like mean gene yeah he's old when he was young <laughs> that's just the way he was he was the enforcer man yeah it didn't matter that he looked old because he was a fucking ass kicker yeah because he'll fucking beat you up yep uh, Dangerous Alliance at number nine, I get, but at the same time, like man, they were not around for very long. Oh really? No, I, I don't think I a year, maybe a year and a half. I think
1: that's a pretty long time for a faction. I suppose in the eighties. Oh yeah, in the eighties, totally yeah. different time. Brian, I mean, he's number eight. uh Brian, he's number eight. Nation of Domination.
0: Ooh, good guess. It is the Nation of Domination. Oh, wow. Brian, what a hell of a
1: guess. And I'm not going off memory at nah. all. That was 100% a guess. Hell
0: hell yeah. We are the nation of domination. Uh, love the nation of domination. The best gif online right now oh, is uh, the nation of domination walking down to the ring. And then it's a cutaway <laughs> to the whitest kid with the one fist up and like the chin down, eyes up.
1: And the giant oh, wireframe glasses. The huge
0: glasses, a sweater that
1: doesn't fit them. <laughs> Great. The Great. 90s were a bad
0: time. Yep. God, I love the Nation of Domination.
1: Me too, because I think the best thing about the Nation of Domination was just how how much of an ass kicking group they were. They were badass. I mean, they were they were an entire team of. I mean, they're they're based enforcers. on yeah, and and it showed they're they're
0: based like on the Nation of Islam. Oh yeah, which was fucking terrifying to white people.
1: Mm-hmm. That's scary shit to white people in the '90s. And what's cool is that they started off like this, mm-hmm. but then they evolved into something a lot more. Like racy and yep. fun. Yep. You know, you had like oh my god, what the fuck well, is The Rock? It's, it's The Rock.
0: This is this is after he came back from injury. I don't know if a lot of people know like how The Rock joined the nation. Look at how dark he is now. Uh-huh. Um The Rock was getting booed for being a babyface. Because yeah. nobody gave a shit. He got hurt, he left, he came back, and then that was his comeback, is joining the nation. Yeah. And then that's when he got all of his personality out and everything. Yeah. And uh it gave him an edge because he got to be with... Insta- you know, he was like the smiling baby face. Right. He got to be with a group of fucking ass kickers. Right. Who, you know, no one gave a chance to, but they
1: came in and fucking dominated. People hated him. Yeah. And and I I love the Nation of Domination. I think... It, Michael Cole.
0: <laughs> I, I think one of... the Love Brown
1: pushing him around. I think one of my favorite rivalries of all time has mm-hmm. got to be the Nation versus DS. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean... When,
0: when The Rock took over Nation of Domination, it became a totally different thing. Yeah. And it was super cool. I love the way he did it, where he gives Farouk a picture of the rock the rock gives free yeah here it is is. here it is it's Ah. great i'm so happy with the
1: fucking zulu nation fucking wrapping paper on it It's so
0: good oh man it's (laughs) he can't believe it's so good it's a picture of the rock uh and that that's when the rock started breaking out and he's He's not just the leader of the nation of domination; he's the ruler yeah. of the nation of domination.
1: And what I what I really loved about it is it started one of my one of my fuck you Michael Hayes so good. <laughs> my favorite feuds, which is The Rock versus Farouk. I remember like uh, I I don't even know if it was a RAW or if it was a pay per view, but I remember like kayfabe It was um, Farouk had hurt his neck, mm-hmm. and The Rock was like. Well, you're still got to wrestle me tonight. And like Farouk came out and tried to wrestle with like a fucked up neck. And I remember as a kid still thinking it was real going like, man, Farouk's a badass. (laughs) That's great.
0: You bought into it. Yeah.
1: Oh, hey, I bought into it until probably about 19, no, 2000. (laughs) That's great. Like, like I, I bought into it for probably way too long. Mm -hmm. But like that, that image, I I told my brother, I'm like, okay, we'll say whatever you want. Like, yeah, the rock one. Farouk went out there with a fucked up neck and he wrestled. <laughs> like, how many people could do that? That's great. You, you know who never you know who never gets
0: talked about in this is mm. the Godfather. Yeah. He had one of the biggest changes in, yeah. in the Nation of Domination. He was Kama Mustafa. He was like, he was a fighting machine. Uh-huh. And then was a badass. And then turned into the Godfather. Why did he become a pimp? I don't remember. It, I have no idea how it happened, but it did. He used to wear yeah, singlet yeah. like that.
1: Crazy, and, that, and that's, that's what I was, and that's what I was kind of getting at earlier. All right, no, Eric, number, number seven. seven. Oh shit. Oh fuck! It's the corporation. Good it's guess. It's Kind of weird that uh, they're not higher on the list. I, I think the corporation is definitely a higher ranking. Then number seven? Then number seven. Yeah. I I, I agree. would say top five.
0: Yeah. I mean, for drawing
1: like the most money of all time in all At, I in mean, professional wrestling. I mean, absolutely. You had like an ironclad lineup of people to hate. Oh, it's great. That didn't all need to be the main event. Nope. But they could fit into other parts of the show. Yep. And this is this is we were talking about this before we started recording this is where like Survivor Series makes itself a really good Mm pay-per-view because it it builds a story around all of the characters in the match. Right. And that is what I loved about the corporation. Mm -hmm. They were potentially every part of the card. Yep. But they didn't have to be. Nope. And so it was a lot of fun to see what they were going to do next because it made the entire episode a really awesome narrative.
0: Right. And uh, it was cool because you had the hero of Stone Cold Steve Austin to play off of and Mm -hmm. everything. Tell me... If you like this idea or not, I was right. thinking about this the other night. All right, WrestleMania 31. All right, uh, it's Joey Mercury and Jamie Noble, and they're running around backstage, right. and they're trying to find something for Triple H or whatever, and they're just going like, "God, he just does." It's Jamie Noble going, "Don't, don't appreciate us, man. We run around, we do all this stuff." And uh-huh. Joey Mercury going, "I know, I know, but like, you know, they, it's a good paying job, and this is what we got to do." And then they're looking around, and then they run into. Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson dressed in the suits, and they and it's just that awkward moment of like, oh hey, (laughs) hey how's it going? (laughs) Uh, uh, it's fine. We're just looking for uh, we're looking for creamer for this coffee, and then Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe are like, oh, we have creamer here. You go, and it like, it's just a little meetup of Stooges. Uh huh. That That, would
1: that that's it. That would be perfect. That would be great. Just a little Stooges meetup is all I want. Listen, WWE. Writers, I know you're listening I to this podcast. No, you're listening to this podcast. We give you one hundred percent go ahead uh creative control over that idea. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and take it. Because if you wanna get big pops, yep. if you wanna if you wanna kayfabe it and 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 have people be reeled down with what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're gonna take that idea because that yeah, I, people will lose their shit.
0: It's it, hey, MNN, uh <laughs> security and uh the stooges meeting up backstage just real briefly yeah it, it doesn't have to be a big over-the-top thing it's quiet it's subtle that's all it is
1: that that would be perfect because the people who get it will get it and the people who don't will have a good laugh mm-hmm. just take that idea and run with it yeah, yeah. that's a hell saying, of a shirt the rock i want that shirt i want to be my mom your mom wears all that stuff mm-hmm. i don't know why because
0: yeah. she wants to be cool your mom wants to be cool like the rock
1: right. oh that's it good yeah. point she, Actually, hey, Vince McMahon's coat is really cool. No, it's fucking not. No, Eric, no, it's, it's cool. No, it's not. I could pull it off. No, you couldn't.
0: It was like pea green. Summer, it's way too much bronzer on Summer Rae. Uh, wish I didn't find it so hot, but here we are. Look at that shirt. <laughs> the Rock wore the best shirt. See, <laughs> look at that
1: fat ass chain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I hated this. Yeah, rumble. me I, too. I only rented it twice from Blockbuster. <laughs> Ugh. I remember going to fucking Hollywood Video and renting all of all these of things. Yep, yep. The, was, that on, is how we used to do it on VHS. We didn't fucking have the WWF network. No, or I, WWF I had network. a,
0: I have a best of Paul London tape. I have a best of Brian Kendrick oh tape. Hey, if they anyone out tapes? there, yeah, if anyone out there is interested in tape trading uh let let me know let's bring that back i'm sorry vince mcmahon's drinking a coors light yeah hell yeah did brian do you have any coors light i wish god damn it i want some coors light oh there's Damian mizdow sandow whatever uh test is dead big boss man is dead oh man we're just gonna go ahead and think about that uh, there you go there's old Kane, and there's old big show sergeant slaughter still alive and kicking with his big old chin vince mcmahon was tanning too much or something he looked like spotty (laughs) all right number six brian who do you think number six is uh dx no they're gonna be higher than that oh it's the heart foundation Mm. i'm okay with this i feel like they should have
1: been top five too uh
0: i could see them he i liked heart foundation uh i could see number six i think is okay i
1: i think for me i remember coming into wwe or wwf when the heart foundation was at its biggest when Uh it was uh yeah like that uh Bret all, Hart, all the titles, yeah and, yeah, and Bret Hart was injured, and he mm-hmm. was like really feuding with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I personally have always had a huge, huge appreciation for Owen Hart, yeah, before he died. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because I'm a younger brother, and I get the feeling of like, hey, the older brother kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also because he was great in the ring. Owen Hart
0: was unstoppable in yeah. the
1: ring. Like, he he was so good, you never had to,
0: like, worry about him messing up, and then he broke Stone Cold Steve Austin's neck. Yeah, that, that
1: I think Uh, But, hey,
0: you know what? We all make mistakes.
1: We all all make mistakes, and I think that was really just more of a miscommunication than Owen Hart really messing up. Yeah. But I remember the British Bulldog thing, like, man, I I used to think the British Bulldog was so cool, and... Mm. The Heart Foundation, like well, the a- British
0: the British Bulldog was just a big ass bruiser, man. His arms were so big. The yeah. guy was just a monster. Jim Neidhart I love Jim Neidhart Yeah. He's just uh, he would be terrifying if you met him in real life because he's so fucking big.
1: Yeah. He's I, so big. I feel bad for Tyson Kidd, because that's your father in <laughs> That's funny. You, Tyson Kidd's like my height. You you fuck up. Yep.
0: Well, that's a shirt on Cesara. Hey, I want that shirt. <laughs> That the is... fart foundation stinks. Oh boo! Man, uh, Canada's that way. I bet it wasn't. Mm, you didn't know
1: where it pro- was probably according probably to where not your yeah, seats were. You can pull out your iPhone and you figure dingus. that
0: out. You dingus! You dingus! Brett's mm. crying towel. Aww, Aww, crying to that towel.
1: You wasted a towel. This is when uh,
0: Brett kind of turned on everyone and became a heel, and I liked it. Oh, oh look seditious. at that finger. That was pretty cool. If you love America, then get... get the hell out. Yeah, I think that's America's motto. Mm-hmm. give me your tired your poor <laughs> if you don't like it get the hell out thank you statue of liberty thank you france for giving us the statue of liberty get the hell out of here get the fuck out don't don't come here uh but man i love when the heart foundation would go to canada yeah and they would get
1: the biggest pops because mm-hmm.
0: their whole thing was being based in canada yeah
1: that's it I think one of my favorite things about uh, Countdown, like we mentioned earlier, is how uh, dated the interviews yeah. are. Yeah. And how you'll get three different versions of Dean Ambrose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be like the slicked back hair, uh-huh. like in, in like a leather jacket, and then it's like the leaned forward, like crazy hair. And then you'll get the grizzled beard. Yep. That's funny. I didn't even think about that. That's D- totally what it Especially is. Dean Ambrose. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: other people, not so much, but Dean Ambrose has like three different looks in all of these mm-hmm. countdowns.
0: Oh, Canadian Stampede is Bret Hart got turned the fuck up. Like everyone loved Bret. It was great. Also, they keep showing
1: Michael Hayes. Fuck, fuck Michael Hayes.
0: Michael Hayes. Gotta hate Michael if, Hayes.
1: If you are a fan of Michael Hayes, email us at gohomeshow at mega64.com and tell us why. Please let me know why you like Michael Hayes at all. What, was it the fucking Freebirds and their shitty song? Because, man, did they introduce that in the longest possible way on an episode of Clash of Champions? <laughs> that was the new Freebirds. Yeah. Well, It, it was new, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin. New or old? I don't fucking give a shit. You said it perfectly. Everything Michael Hayes has ever done is wrong. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree with myself. <laughs> uh, Michael Hayes has a song out right now, or he's recording a song. No. No. Yeah, what do you, Brian, what do you mean? Well, Brian, what do you mean no? What you mean? haven't even heard what the song is. I don't want to. What do you mean? Brian. <laughs> Eric. Listen. No. Brian. I don't want to. Michael Hayes has recorded a song. Uh-huh. About. Uh-huh. Why can't and I think this is a good question, mm-hmm. why can't our children pray in school? Have you have you thought about it?
1: I don't think I would care. Why to.
0: why I don't understand. Uh-huh. See, you haven't thought enough about the subject. Uh-huh. Go listen to Michael Hayes' song uh-huh. about kids praying in school. And well, not praying, I guess not praying in school because they're not allowed. Mm. Why are you keeping God out of schools, Brian? Brian, why are you specifically doing that? <laughs> Brian, oh you need to listen to the God. song and figure out why uh, is God, why are we keeping God out of schools? Kids just want to pray. That's all kids want to do. That's all
1: they want to do, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they want to do. You
0: guys can go on YouTube and find the behind the scenes of the recording of why can't our kids pray in school or whatever the fuck Michael fucking P.S. Hayes stupid song is. Oh my God. Uh, I, I hate Michael Hayes. Hayes. Michael Hayes, you'll be the reason I don't get into the wrestling business. Hey
1: guys, when you go, why isn't Eric in the wrestling business? It's Michael Hayes. And on that same note, it, uh, the reason Eric will be in the wrestling business is, uh-huh. is to take down Michael Hayes. I will.
0: The only reason I want to join the wrestling business is to demolish Michael Hayes from the foundation up. That's it. Michael Hayes, you're out. I'm in.
1: Oilers jerseys. It's great.
0: <laughs> somebody sent Sean a, a Winnipeg Jets jersey I on saw. the podcast. That's great. Uh, not as great as somebody who sent a uh, I, iPad mini to Derek, but. Wow. Yep. The new one? Yep. Wow. There you go. Damn. Hey, Brian, who's number five? It better Uh, not be the Four Horsemen.
1: Oh, Evolution. Uh, I don't know who this is. It's a mystery. Mm, Me neither.
0: (laughs) The Evolution has begun. This is when Triple H would, uh, he was clean cut, looked like shit.
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, the early 2000s didn't look good for anybody. No. Look at Randy Orton. Yep. He looks like
0: shit. We, he didn't have the haircut with the hair up. Ric Flair, I think, looked good here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Randy Orton was a monkey. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, super young. There's Ric Flair. Woo, woo. Uh, Evolution, I liked and hated. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the coolest fucking entrance. Triple H with no facial hair. I thought he looked like shit. And then he would wear colored tights. With white boots, like only on pay-per-views. What? Yeah, he would wear white boots, and it wow. looked weird. I think I thought it looked like shit. Look
1: at how few tattoos Randy Orton has. Yep, uh, this is before he got skulls all over his arms. That's a skull. Mm-hmm. That's a skull. Uh, that's a skull. Oh, Batista God. with a tongue piercing. I forgot about that. Yeah. God, why did anybody ever like Batista? Is he the biggest Filipina? Uh, yeah. Does he get angry and connect uh, collect Nikes? Well, we don't condone that. Uh,
0: third generation superstar Randy Orton doesn't look anything like his dad, but one day should just start wearing a cast over his arm. He should like his dad. He I think that I think should. that would be
1: great. I think that'd be cool. I love you, Renee Young. She is what I want every wrestling like correspondent to be.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. She she's knowledgeable. She's mm-hmm. she's impersonal. Like mm-hmm. it's. She's nice. It's it's nice. It's very nice. And I'm
1: pretty sure she was into wrestling before
0: doing this. Oh, Armageddon is where they
1: won all All the titles. titles. We should do this for a...
0: um... Yeah, maybe we will. Uh, This Randy Orton match was pretty good with Rob Van Dam. Mm -hmm. Uh, This tag team match was okay. And I remember it being great. And then the main event, I remember being pretty shitty. But... I don't
1: know. But yeah, they won all the titles and that was evolution. And Randy this... Orton, bring back the purple tights. Hell what yeah. What are we doing? I I kind of like that Randy Orton has not changed his tights in ten years. Oh no, he, he has the they nailed it with the way his tights look. Yeah. That
0: that's it. That that's it. I love that Batista and Ric Flair were the tag team champions. I remember that very fondly. Yep. It, it, they, they just worked well together. Because one guy was just the muscle, the bruiser, and the other guy was just
1: tricky and fucking a dick. Yeah, it was perfect. I I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think Ric Flair has got everything. It, I mean, who doesn't know this? Mm-hmm. But he's got everything it takes to be a sports entertainer. Yep. And like watching him do the things he does, even when it's goofy, mm-hmm. it, you're into it. Yep. And it's uh, it, it's it's what I think made Evolution uh, very legitimate. I agree. God, he was shredded. Oh, yeah. Well, he still is. He still looks like... If he
0: grew his hair out and shaved his beard, he would look exactly like that yeah, right Yeah,
1: he, he's a little chubbier. He he hasn't...
0: But... Randy Orton hasn't aged as much as you think he has. No, I mean, he's only 32. If, if he grew his hair out and got rid of the beard, he would look pretty much exactly like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I was reading something online and I don't normally uh, like the dirt sheets, but they were saying that what they did on Monday night, uh last week mm-hmm. was sort of like a callback to this. Where he had to call like uh, you know, end it, end it for yeah. Orton. Uh, oh One. yeah. Oh that that was cool. I noticed that. And and how cool of a storytelling device that was. Mm-hmm. I doubt that they were that intelligent in the writing of it. Yeah. But if you wanna read into that, I think it's cool. I always thought that this version of Triple
0: H you looked like. Oh yeah, the ultra straight hair and the Lemmy. Hmm. You you have that look. If you can do that again,
1: you should do that. I would if I wouldn't get reprimanded at work. Ah, uh, nice. guys, hey. write
0: into Brian's work and let him know. No way, Jose. We want
1: Brian to look like Triple H and Lemmy. So 90 percent of my facial hair decisions come from whatever I feel like doing. Five mm-hmm. percent um comes from uh my girlfriend Mm -hmm. uh four percent comes from eric uh and then one percent comes from work yelling at me yeah that sounds about right (laughs) 90 90 percent of the time i just am like "Mm, i'm gonna do a mustache Mm -hmm. and then other times eric's like oh hey you should do this and i'm like yeah i should i was i think i was the one who told you to grow a beard and then look at this well no i i had yeah no and i grew
0: i told you to grow a beard and uh and here we are was that before or after i had half a beard so i told you to grow a beard (laughs) Uh uh-huh who's number four is it the four horsemen Woo, woo, woo! it it has to be the four horsemen at number four even though it should be four horsemen at number one that's okay i agree uh love the four horsemen damn i am good yep uh there were so many wrestling shirts like that in like the 70s and the 80s that were just blue shirt white writing black shirt red writing that kind of stuff great i'm into it jj Dillon, you're great uh four horsemen you're awesome I, I i mean i really think you're hard pressed look at all you understand God damn uh you're hard pressed to find a faction that's better than this i i would agree
1: who who are they putting ahead of this I, the only other people that I would say are better than this, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's just because it's new and it's fresh, it's, is The Shield. They mm-hmm. didn't have the same sort of like title right? prowess that they had, mm-hmm. but they had the athleticism or at least the performance prowess right. that I would say they had. Right. And it's a different era. Um, totally. So, totally different. Totally so different. having that many titles didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um But it was, man, uh, yeah, I would say maybe The Shield and... DX DX. is obviously still on here. Um, I'm trying to think who else. What other
0: faction? We're going to see it and go, oh, of course. But um, I'm hard-pressed to see who goes above the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson were monsters. Ole Anderson was like legitimately mean and fucking scary (laughs) and would like beat the shit out of people yeah
1: so and Ric flair lived the gimmick man he did and and this this is uh 80s early 70s yeah yeah, er, er,
0: early 80s yeah late 70s
1: like nwa and and like i love there look at that hat Mm -hmm. that is that might have been
0: hey that might have been during Wrestle Party. It might have
1: been during... Paul Heyman's <laughs> Wrestle Party. I think Ric Flair was there that night. He,
0: he was, and yeah. I think that was the outfit that he wore. Wow, don't drive over the lawn. What no, are you doing? No,
1: Eric, they can They're the four horsemen. Man. They can do
0: whatever the fuck they want. Hey, Ric Flair has probably had so much sex <laughs> that like it would make your fucking head spin. Oh, the guy tried to blow people up in the ring with his cardio? Yeah. That guy just fucked for like hours. What was it like? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh Rick Flair rules. Oh that, yeah. That guy probably just like started fucking and just kept going until uh-huh. you said, "No, we have to
1: stop. I can't anymore." Yeah. Uh Rick Rick Flair would would try to blow you up in bed. Oh, I would I would believe it. Yeah. And and what I was gonna say is There, there's a time in wrestling where I just kind of like check out and Mm -hmm. that's like about the mid eighties ish to Mm -hmm. about 92, Mm -hmm. I want to say maybe
0: 90. That's tough. You're, you're missing, you're missing a good era in WCW, in NWA. Yeah,
1: that, that's a good point. But I want to say that whenever I see anything from like 84 to Seventy-seven. Uh-huh. I'm like into it. Oh hell yeah! The glamour that late, they put late into wrestling, seventies
0: to like early to mid eighties, was so. I I can only describe it as VCR chic, <laughs> which is like pastel sweaters, uh-huh. big like blue blocker sunglasses. Uh-huh shitty almost homemade t-shirts. Yeah.
1: Sleazy glamorous? Yeah. Oh, s- yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't get enough of it. That's like
0: the music Oh, NWOB yeah. with DX. Yeah. yeah. DX and M- NWOB had. Uh s- like sleazy glamour will always be like the shit. T-Rex, mm-hmm. David Bowie, uh-huh. Rolling Stones, I-, I mean even like the Stooges. Oh god, yeah. S- like sleazy, sleazy, the- sleazy they were like the dirtiest of dirty yep. glamour. I fucking love it. Oh, here's above and beyond. Oh, right to censor. Okay. Right to censor. Didn't make the top 10 understandable, but
1: they deserve this notable mention.
0: Yes. Stevie Richards having a faction was so good. I feel like he was in line to do some really big stuff and then got injured. Oh yeah. Uh, I've always been a really big Stevie Richards fan. Oh, me too. Uh, when he was doing Sunday night heat with Victoria and no one was paying attention really. Yeah. And they would call it Stevie night heat. Loved
1: it. I loved it. Loved it. Uh, we were talking about this. I don't know if we brought this up on this show, but we were talking about this in, Oh, that guy was wearing a slipknot shirt. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, what's up Terry Reynolds. Oh, Oh, censored. Um, her tits are actually out. Yeah. Oh yeah. She doesn't care. Um, now you don't even know I know what we were talking about. I hope that they release all of the thunders, all of the. Oh, I would love to watch Thunder. All of the velocity yep. and oh, velocity fucking Sunday Night Heat. The, velocity would be great. They need to release all of those one-hour shows. We will mm-hmm. we'll do watching with the go-home shows for those. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah! If they release those, man, those would be those would be a blast. A blast yep. to, to re- revisit.
0: Yep. Uh, I love the the right to censor were the worst and the best. You have to understand how great of heels they were. Yeah. They took all your favorite characters and made them over, and you hated
1: it. Yeah. They took the Godfather and made him... The Goodfather. The Goodfather. They took Val Venus and just... Yeah, that, ...stripped nope. everything that made him popular yep. away. They
0: had the best worst theme song. <laughs> that logo as a Titan just was so jarring. Uh-huh. and it does, It's black white red the the three most like you put those colors together yeah they stand out black white red that's it mm-hmm. easy jerry the king Waller hated right to censor you can tell yeah hated it uh stevie richards was always really good and has been really good since uh where this, does he wrestle now uh he was in impact for a while i think he's just around i feel like he trains but i don't know it, and it's cool to see like ivory was in this oh, and that's I, th- right. I, th- I thought yeah. she fit this really well she was in. I don't know if people watch this on Netflix and stuff, but I highly recommend it. Glow, uh, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, uh-huh. which was a uh, a wrestling show. I think in like the late '80s that only lasted like a couple of seasons, but it was like a fu- like a variety show wrestling show uh-huh. that Ivory was on. That's how she got it. She got started wrestling. Huh. No, I yeah. didn't even know about yep. that. Go go check it out. Go watch the uh, the Glow documentary on Netflix. It's really really good. You get to see kind of like what they did and what happened to them afterwards and. How Ivory went on was like the most successful woman to come out of Glow. Wow. A couple of the women from Glow, mm-hmm. still gorgeous ladies. Little Egypt, I know you're listening to this. I know you're definitely listening to the Go Home Show wrestling <laughs> podcast. Uh, you, holy shit, what's up? What up? What up? What up? What up? G? I love it, it, Ivory, just fit this character so well. Yeah. I thought she was so good as just um like she was mean and angry and oh it was great. I love the right to censor. I did too. What what a what a great kind of forgettable faction? Yeah. But they really worked in that time
1: period. Hey, does WWF New York still exist? No! What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Brian, it's 2014 and WWF New
0: York is still around. Uh, Sometimes I just get on a flight from WWF New York and go to WCW Bar and Grill in the Excalibur in Vegas.
1: Holy shit, they were in the Excalibur. Yeah,
0: fuck yeah. I went there like twice.
1: Did you? Yeah.
0: You know who was there? No one. Hugh Morris. Oh
1: my God. Hugh Morris.
0: Hugh Morris. Or uh, at the time when he was in the Misfits in Action, uh, General Hugh G. Rexon. Oh, God. What's wrong? Hugh, Hugh, Hugh G. Rexon. Mm. I don't get it. What do you mean? Mm. What? Brian, why are you upset?
1: What? Nah, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset because I don't get it. Uh, I wish I got it so I understood why I was upset yeah Look at Xavier Woods with that short ass hair they're, they're showing those promos that are like oh it's a new day so far if you guys are listening to this like in way in the future so far we've seen the Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston promos of it's a new day yeah. we'll see the Biggie Langston one next week yeah. I assume and then we'll see where the faction takes us if you're listening to this in like four months and you just go well that didn't really work out <laughs> now we know NWA. hey yo get it hey, yeah, uh... yeah, yeah I had a long pause the f- oh, Wow, look at that uh, static image. Wow, this is some 90s shit. This is great. Yeah. Uh, this was cool because they were just all, f- I feel like they were all fucked up through pretty much the whole run of this. Yeah. Hey, we'll make a few million dollars and we'll just get
1: uh, lit. shit.
0: Oh, look at Scott Hall in those fucking cool ass boots. Look at how thin Hulk Hogan was. Oh, yeah. He surrounds when you work out. Mm, or do a lot
1: of Coke. Ooh we should do a lot of coke we should
0: oh that guy that's a good idea tune into next week's episode where we talk real fast and have a lot of really good ideas for about 15 to 20 minutes we'll be yacked out (laughs) christian with the hair down always looks funny uh scott hall in the denim vest look like shit fuck you he looks awesome (laughs) i'm gonna
1: start walking around with a denim vest and no shirt uh hey that'd be fine as long as you weren't wearing the same color blue jeans
0: Oh no! When when I wear my denim jacket, uh, I make sure I wear my jeans
1: because I definitely have a denim vest, but I never wear it with the same color. I have jeans. a denim vest. Mm. I have a denim jacket. Uh, I I wear them with my jeans. Mine mine has an American flag on the back. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll wear it on the podcast one day, and I will not wear a shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look at a Hogan with no like beard, just yeah. the mustache. Looks weird. It is. Yep.
1: Uh, people don't understand how big this turn was. Was I it- think. Was this the night where somebody got in the ring and Scott Hall legitimately punches him in the face? I think so. That might have been another night. But, like, maybe it was that night. Uh, People don't understand how big the turn was. They don't. If you didn't didn't watch wrestling... Hulk Hogan was never a heel. Yeah. Never. It's not like John Cena if he decides to turn heel now. Mm -hmm. It's never a heel. I mean, he started
0: getting some boos, like... The act was pretty fucking stale, but to have him be the third man was like, holy
1: fucking shit. Especially the buildup to
0: it. Yep. Everyone bought it. Yeah. Everyone was super into it. I thought it
1: was so good. So, look, look at this stunt grandma. So did he like just paint that fucking black Yeah. on? Yes. That looks so ugly. Yes. He's a heel. Eh. It's
0: supposed to look like shit.
1: He's yeah. supposed
0: to look like a dumb idiot. Oh. oh, like beating up cars and stuff. Oh, Miss Elizabeth. Oh no. no. Santino. Uh, spray painting uh, people, I thought was so fucking cool. It was just like so different. And yeah. Like, whoa, that can you do that? Look at that. Yeah, for for life. Yeah. Oh well, no, he's gonna get me too. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, lo, like never huge fans of them. Yeah. As I get older, I appreciate them for what they did here.
1: Yeah. It's, totally different. It's it it's what's I would say honestly. I mean, I know the, uh, the WWF defined the Attitude Era. Yeah. NWO started it. Yeah, I agree.
0: I, I definitely agree with that. Like, I feel like everything that happened in WWF for the Attitude Era was in response to the NWO. Oh,
1: absolutely. The NWO was it, man. Yeah, er- Eric Bischoff had a really good, like, starting point, and then he didn't know how to develop it. Mm-hmm. Oh, i would say that the nwo
0: was the one great idea that eric bischoff ever had mm-hmm. and then had no more yeah so i don't know it, I, it's it was a cool little ride that went while it lasted but it really went way too far they just included everyone i think it's because the guys who were in it were writing the show you know yeah and, but, and that's never good yep yeah, but you got to respect the nwo for what they did You're too sweet me for that one too sweet brother too sweet brother you got to respect the NWO for what they did. All right, All right number who, two. DX. DX. Oh, the, oh, the brood. What the fuck? What the fuck? Hey, did you vote for this? No. Hey, if you voted for the brood,
1: get the fuck out of here. They should have been number 10. They should have, They yeah. shouldn't have been on here, to be honest. But if you're going to put them on here, number 10 or nine. Like, what the fuck is Michael Hayes laying? Number two.
0: God, I gotta hate you, Michael Hayes. I hate them so much. They had a cool, the brood was a cool entrance, a cool gimmick.
1: And spawned two of the greatest superstars of all time. Hey, tell me your favorite brood matches. Go ahead. Oh, I can't think of one at all. I just remember the intro. That's it. That's it. They're number two. When I was that age, I thought it was cool. Yep. Because I was fucking 13. Yep. Oh, but I thought the bloodbath was awesome. Do you remember when Al Snow got
0: the bloodbath and then, like, didn't wash it off for, like, weeks? He would come down, like, covered in, like, red and
1: everything. Man, Al Al Snow was a uh, character. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, that intro and, like, but I wouldn't say they're one of the, they're into the second best. But that's why it's voted on by people, not by... Yep. Their music was cool. Yeah. Also,
0: this is, like, a weird instance of Gangrel was not a trademark owned by WWE. Yeah. It's owned by Gangrel, White Wolf Productions or something, which is, I think, him.
1: Yeah, and I don't understand how they let that happen, yep. Young JBL behind them. Yep. Um, because normally WWF, WWF is really big on yep. owning, owning everything. yeah, everything. I always
0: thought it was super strange because he would turn on WWF. attitude on like the nintendo 64 Mm -hmm. and it would say like Gangrill is a uh trademark of white wolf
1: productions i remember that and it's like oh that's weird yeah because again wwf has always been a proprietary (sighs) brand hey brian it's a bloodbath uh ken shamrock was fucking cool yeah tiger ali singh what are you doing paying people to uh deep throat um kill bosses Or was that, hold on, was that another Indian person that they brought in? What the fuck? Who was the guy who paid people to do stuff? Tiger Ali Singh? Yeah, he did that. Do you remember?
0: I don't remember that. Yeah, and
1: then The Godfather came out and he's like, oh, if you're going to pay one of my hosts, it's like, oh, Trey. I don't
0: remember that, but that, when you said Godfather, became feasible. Mm -hmm. Hey, Deborah. Covered in blood. Oh, poor Deborah. Poor Deborah. And the puppies. Man.
1: Uh, Miz really wanted to go for the full Windsor on that one. <laughs> uh, Tiger Ali, sing what happened. Valentina covered in blood. <laughs> like he doesn't know what happened. <laughs> oh, oh man, he's fucking young looking. We're
0: we're the unholy trio. Uh huh. Uh huh. Thanks, Edge. Great <laughs> promo, dude. <laughs> edge didn't know how to play this i think yeah uh, but it, somehow it worked yeah he was just weird and long-faced yeah but i like they went on to be one of my favorite tag teams of all time being oh, enc enc <laughs> connection. love edge and christian man yep can't get enough
1: both had to retire because of injury. yep both world champions yeah
0: so uh i always thought it was cool that christian wrestled in, like a blouse yeah. i don't know why i thought that was cool but it was yeah he did it yep like, was Christian out of shape? Why do you always wear a shirt or a singlet or something? I guess that was the look. Remember he wore, like, the mesh top for a while after this? Yeah. Yeah, and then he I wore, think... and then for, like, a real brief period, he wore a singlet. I think that's just what was cool at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You've seen Go. I have seen Go. <laughs> that's true. if we are judging things by uh, how cool they are in Go, then Jay Moore and Scott Wolf are the fucking bomb. Hey, hey, 21-year-olds who are listening to this, you don't know who either one of those people are. <laughs> you just Googled Jay Moore and Scott Wolf. Jay Moore was the shit in 13 Ghosts. <laughs> Scott Wolf in Party of Five fucking killed it. He was there with... um. Jennifer uh, Ma- Love Hewitt, Matthew Fox, mm-hmm. uh, Nev Campbell, uh, and Lacey Chatbert. Oh yeah, oh dude, Lacey. Ch- I thought that was just like Chabert, Chabert. Whatever. What's she up to? I always had. I always thought Lacey Chabert was super hot. Lacey Chabert, we know you're listening to this. What's up? If you're not listening to this, we're definitely tweeting at you. What up? What up? <laughs> we we're just know
1: that you. What up from the Go Home Show,
0: Lacey Chabert? We know you love <laughs> professional wrestling, and you can't believe that the Brood is number two. Also. You're watching this going, how is the Heart Foundation number six when the Brute is number two? Like, seriously? Lacey Chabert, we understand. We feel your plight. We know what's going on. We get it. We're here to support you. Yeah, the Four Horsemen at number four is cute, but they should be higher on the list. Lacey Chabert, we understand. We get it. You're a Tolly Blanchard fan. You think he needs to be at number one. If guys, in case you didn't know, Lacey Chabert, huge Tully Blanchard fan. Totally. Giant. She thought Over his, the moon. She thought his feud with Magnum TA was like out of control good. She thought... <laughs> That's it. That's all I'm looking for. I'm, look- I'm looking for it to go one step so far oh, that Brian's God. like losing it. So there you go, guys. Brood is number two. Boy, yes. I wonder who number one will be. Wow, Degeneration X! I cannot believe it. I had a T-shirt that looked exactly like that, but uh, I would get tape uh, and put tape over the faces of the people who weren't in DX anymore, uh, because I was uh, the
1: coolest seventh grader. Uh huh. Me too. Because I watched professional wrestling. Hell yeah. Every week. Hell yeah. I had an SCU shirt. Mm-hmm. I I told people I went to Stone Cold University. Yeah. That's where I went to school, dude. Yeah, I'm 12 years old, and I went to some
0: Yep. Who do you like doing the crotch chops better, DX or the Young Bucks? Uh, well, I, I thought the Young Bucks created the crotch chops. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Young Bucks using the crotch chops so much. Mm-hmm. So much. I love that there are people who think that they created yeah, it. Yeah, they have no idea. Uh, I, Shawn, Michaels Shawn Michaels is not uh, loved in Canada. Mm. I think he knows that. And I think he's fine with it. Yeah. They were just big cartoon characters, and that was fun. It was fun for them to be big cartoon characters. It was weird that Rick Rude was with them for, like, just a little while. Yeah, that was weird. But I guess that's, like, the star power. You know, you put him with Rick Rude. That's the guy. Recorded, and
1: then he was on a live episode of Nitro, and it's like, oh, no, on the <sighs> same night. Man, that that is what made that time in wrestling so cool. Yep. Is that all of a sudden you see somebody who you just saw in the other program. Well, it's competition. And co- competition bred like this crazy
0: kind of like... You know, we have to show each other up and do all this stuff. Is like when there's competition for WWE again, they will go back to a two-hour Raw. Mark you it. think so? Absolutely. Mark this down. They will go back to a two-hour Raw, and it will be edgy again. But not to the degree that, that the 90s was, because that was a total... Hey when people say like yeah man it was the 90s the 90s were really different. Yeah. I mean I'm sure the the 80s and the 70s were really different too. The the 90s were like a backlash with like how far can we go where it's still acceptable. Mhm. I felt like the 80s were like yeah cocaine and violence and the 90s were like how much of the boob can we show?
1: Yeah. They get away with it. They they took it more on the sexual yes. sort of like
0: I mean, this whole faction was formed by pointing at their
1: dicks. And, yeah, vulgar and sexual. Yeah. Which is such, like, as much as I hate to admit it, no, I don't. It's such a framework of everything that I am. Yep, I agree. I mean, this is— We are are children of the 90s. I have no problem admitting that. But it is definitely all the vulgar, sexual, over-the-top ridiculousness. Yep. Which, when I watch now, I appreciate for what it was at the time. But, man, if it was airing now like that, I'd be like, okay, let's fucking... Because it's so in your face. Yep. But if I feel like at this age, if I saw it at that time, yep. not having mm. the exposure to it that I already have, mm-hmm. I would think it was cool. Oh, hell yeah. Because, well, that, because that was... Ni- this What you're saying is 90s cool. Yeah. But it it was cool because it was the first time you ever saw anything like this. Yep. And that's what was so amazing about it. Yep. And I I appreciate it for that, but even to this day I think I remember talking about it on one of our earlier episodes. Uh Owen Hart beating Bret Hart at WrestleMania 10, I think yep. it was. Yeah. And just giving him the finger. Yep. That was it. I it's the
0: little things like that that I really miss. What what yeah. I miss a lot is uh when people go to cut promos in the ring, everyone cuts it towards the camera, play to the, the everyone all yeah. around you. Yeah. I know they want you to play to the camera, play to everyone all around you. Absolutely. You have to take a chance and you have to do that. Because when you play, man, that kid got That kid
1: was hits.
0: stoked. That kid was stoked. When when Hey, if you were that kid with the black hair in the in the glasses with the boobs right behind you, write in. Go <laughs> home show at mega64.com cuz we want to know what that was like. How that fucking affected you? Because that's awesome. I wonder if that guy has kids now. Hell yeah. I hope so. Oh, Vince. Well. Bye, Vince. Bye, Vince. Hey, Brian. We did it. We did it. We counted down the greatest factions of all time. We definitely and, did. And there's nothing to debate about. Number two. Number two. The Brood. <laughs> hey, when you list the greatest factions of all time. Uh, uh, Four Horsemen, uh-huh. the NWO, uh-huh. the Brood, uh-huh. DX. Mm. What? Yeah, I know. DX doesn't fit there, right? Yeah, it's right. Like, yeah. Get him out. Get him out. Only room for three. The Four Horsemen, NWO, and the Brood. And let's just make it two. Uh,
1: The Brood and the Four Horsemen. Let's make it one. Right. Why
0: wasn't the Brood number one? Why
1: wasn't the Brood number Guys, one? Guys,
0: can you let us know why the Brood wasn't number one? I mean, for... What I really love about the Brood mm-hmm. is just their their uh long illustrious run, mm-hmm. uh all the titles that they held during their faction, um you know, all the memorable storylines, uh-huh. all I mean all of their matches all right. that were just like
1: wow, barn burners front to back. Listen, uh-huh. everyone in Europe, uh-huh, when you go to your WWE live shows, mm-hmm. ask the nearest 10-year-old what their favorite brood matches were. Hey, I will do you one better. Ask the nearest
0: 10-year-old who who their favorite brood member was. There you go. Couldn't name
1: one. Just ask them about the brood. (laughs) And tell us what their response is. Would love to know. Go home show at (laughs) Mega64.com. Please let us know what they say because they were fucking number two. Yep, Guys, we did it. Uh, watching with The Go Home Show
0: episode 2 we knocked it out of the park uh, w- only 30 more of these before we really get the <laughs> oh best my God. one guys we did it we'll be back next week with a, a regularly scheduled program mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about Raw we'll talk about NXT we'll talk about Lucha Underground we'll talk about everything that's been going on with wrestling as we know it but that will do it for us you guys can always get a hold of us Go Home Show at Mega64.com hit us up on Twitter twitter.com slash go home show or I guess at go home show Uh, the go home show listen it's been a long night the go home show tumblr.com facebook.com slash the go home show Uh, Brian we wrapped up Mm -hmm. another episode of watching with the go home show aka wrestle party Mm -hmm. Uh, is there anything you want to say to these fine folks before we leave yeah Uh, fuck (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> we We shouldn't have had two drinks before we even started oh, the show okay at uh at, Bri- at Brian, home. Brian,
0: is there anything you wanna to say to these fine folks yeah, before we go fuck, go home. <laughs>